This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards. 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues, and I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking right now. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it Saturday already? I mean, we, you know, we're, we're, it's Friday. We're, we're not supposed to have an episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast on a Friday. Well, as of today, I decided, you know what? I think it's time we go ahead and just do the episode like I planned. Now, originally, and just kind of give you guys the original idea, I was originally supposed to have released this episode right around, uh, right around, around the time when the NWA had showed their, um, what you call it? When they show, what the hell did they show? Yes, when they, the NWA had showed their Win Our Shadows Fall pay-per-view. But... I didn't get an opportunity to do it, so I decided to do it today on a Friday. But that's not the only thing we're going to be talking about. Because on this episode of the Main Event Talk, because we got two episodes, which I'll explain in just a moment. Now, I'll explain about the next episode right after we do some music here. But let me explain what's about to happen. On this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, on this one... It's going to be, we're going to talk about, obviously, the aftermath of the NWA's Win Our Shadows Fall pay-per-view, recapping all the matches that took place this past Sunday. Of course, we're also going to talk about Logan Paul and Floyd Money Mayweather, possibly the most ridiculous fight in the history of professional boxing. And also, the main event starts on the old 2004 Theo's commercial, which we will be playing. Yes, we will be playing that commercial on this episode, and I think some of you guys have seen it on YouTube, and if you haven't, you'll get an opportunity to listen to it with me and everything else like that. And of course, we're and uh, I know all of you are anticipating to hear my thoughts on this. And I'm gonna go. I'll let it out. Okay. Let's just say I know a place where you can have a real fucking good time, if you know what I mean. And here's the funny part: it relates to someone somewhat famous. And he's paying the price in a huge way. Some of you know who it is. But for those that don't, you'll find out who that individual is and so much more. Now, let's get into a little bit of music, shall we? I kept thinking over and over again about what music I wanted to play. And I couldn't make a decision. And then something popped in my head. Something about gasoline or something. Here's Seether with gasoline. Face on. I wanna be that man. 
see they're doing Gasoline, and it's been a long, long time since the main event had heard that song. Uh, Seether, of course, um, you know, I've, I've uh, followed Seether for quite a while and everything. Uh, they've gone through uh, different, um, different artists and different uh, uh, musicians um, every time I see Seether. It's always been like, uh, I think it was the original singer and the drummer, and then they always had either replaced their, uh, their basses or their guitars or something like that. But their music is outstanding. Um, I love the classic ones. Um, I love some of the ones that they, uh, they've done uh, probably, I think it was 2010, 2011, back in the day and stuff. So if you want to get a chance to listen to some Seether and everything else like that, get a chance to listen to it on YouTube, on Spotify, on Pandora, or whatever it is you find your favorite music. Now, I know everyone is anticipating to wonder exactly what I'm about to say, and um, we'll get to it in a moment, trust me. I, I, I want to save this part for last and everything else like that. So before we talk about anything, let's talk about the results of what happened uh, from this past Saturday's or this past Sunday's um, uh, both events. We're going to talk about both events here. Uh, the first one is going to be the National Wrestling Alliance's um, the When Our Shadows Fall. And uh, I had a chance to uh, uh, look at this. And as a matter of fact, uh, there was one thing that happened. Uh, I don't know if we can... Um, show it off here or not it probably can't show it or not no it can't actually well anyways um what happened was apparently uh the nwa was supposed to have shown a pre-show which took place uh let's see here i think it showed one two uh i believe two dark matches were supposed to taken have taken place on youtube but apparently it didn't happen and the NWA went ahead and apologized to everyone for not showing it on YouTube. Now, here's what you don't know. Now, I had an opportunity to see one of the dark matches, if not two of the dark matches that took place uh, during the pay-per-view. Now, the pay-per-view would have started around, say, 6 or 7 o'clock. But I think they were smart enough to start it around maybe 3 4 o'clock because the Logan Hall Floyd Money Mayweather fight was going to happen uh, right around, I think, 7 or 8 o'clock. So I can understand why they did that. So let me reveal some of the matches here and tell you who the winners and losers are in this one. Uh, the first dark match, this is uh, part of the pre show right here. Uh, number one contenders match for the NWA World Television Championship. Uh, Luke Hawks defeated Jeremy Plunkett. I think that's his name. Uh, I know who Luke Hawks is. Jeremiah Plunkett. Never heard of him. (laughs) Uh, Another dark match that took place is a a three-way featuring... Colby Carino, uh, know him quite well. I uh, know his father, Steve Steve Carino, of course, uh, who defeated Captain Yama. Yeah, yeah that, that's how it's actually pronounced. Uh, Captain Yama. Y- Y-U-M-A. Yama. Y- Yamaha. And, of course, uh, PJ Hawks, who is also the brother of Luke Hawks, which I just mentioned right here. And then we uh, begin the show with a fatal four-way tag team match, which features, uh, La, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, I, I apologize, it's in Spanish, um, La Rebelia del Almorello, I think, <laughs> if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, Bestia666 and uh, Machita Wolf, and I know who those guys, uh, guys are quite well, defeated the team of Slice Boogie and Marshall Rocket, 
and Sal Ronaldo Ren, or whatever the fuck his name is, and Sam Rudy Rudo, and the end. The, 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 this is an actual team called the End. Um, oh, oh, did. Sorry for pronouncing these names. I can't even pronounce them correctly here. Why, why can't they come up with English names? But anyways, uh, let's see. Odinson, Odinson, Odison, I think, and uh, Para, Paro, Paro. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll stick to the topic here if we will, okay? The next matchup is a non-title match. Uh, the champion, the NWA television champion, the Pope, Took on Tyrus. Um, the winner of that match was Tyrus, who defeated the Pope. Uh, the Pope, one of my all-time favorites, um, who had appeared in the WWE a long time ago as Elijah Burke, and he became a part of Impact Wrestling for a long, long time. He was a commentator for the for the show, and then of course uh, he went on to you know he I at first I thought he retired from the sport, but he came right back stronger than ever. Which uh, is pretty good for him. He's the current uh, NWA World Television Champion. Uh, the next matchup, and this was a big surprise, and I saw this matchup right here. Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell defeated the team of Molina and Thunder Rosa. Now, I'm very surprised, and I know some people want to know my thoughts about this. Kylie Ray, I was very surprised to see her. Uh, and this is one of these situations where you ever hear you ever hear this old expression where every time when you hear a wrestler says that they're going to retire, but they're retiring at a young age, right? At a very young age. It's not like Paige, who has a serious neck injury, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if Paige comes back to the ring soon, hopefully, if the doctors tell her that she can wrestle again if her neck is healed up. Now, in Kylie Ray's, in Kylie Ray's case... The last time she made an appearance in the ring was uh, it was supposed to be at Bound for Glory, and she was supposed to compete for the um, for the uh, I think it was the Impact Wrestling Women's Championship. Uh, something had happened, something had occurred, which was never explained, and then all of a sudden she was she was announcing her retirement. Which I made the prediction. I said this. Well, this is not going to last. And sure enough, my prediction came true, and it didn't last. But Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell did defeat Molina and Thunderosa in the middle of the ring. Um, Kylie Ray went ahead and used dirty tactics. She basically pulled the tights and um, covered Molina. Molina won. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell won the match against two veterans and. Molina and Thunder Rosa. The next matchup was another show stealer involving two former WWE superstars competing in an NWA ring. One half of Crime Time, JTG, going up against Fred Rosser, who you know quite well as Darren Young, one half of Prime Time. So basically, you've got one member of Prime Time and one member of Crime Time going at it in an NWA ring. And I got to say, I saw the match, and uh, it was impressive. It was very, very impressive. I thought JTG uh, hold his end up real, real well. Uh, Fred Rosser was uh, pretty amazing, as always. Uh, and at the in the end, of course, uh, I had this feeling that JTG was going to win, and obviously we know why he won. Not because of st- uh, skill, talent, and, of you know, and everything else like that. Uh, the fact that uh, we know about um, the loss of his friend and uh, someone that we all still think about to this day, uh, Chad Gaspar, who uh, who you know had passed away about a year ago. 
uh, lost his life trying to save his son. And, uh, you know, that's still one of the most heroic things um, I've ever seen. Um, you know, we, we still think about that man to this day. JTG wins against Fred Rosser in the middle of the ring. Tremendous. The NWA World Tag Team titles were decided in a three-way match. Um, the champions, Aaron Stevens, who you know quite well as the artist formerly known as Damian Sandout, with his tag team partner, Kratos, to take on the team of Strictly Business of Tom Thanamir <clears throat> and The Masterpiece, formerly known as Chris Masters, now you know him quite well as Chris Adonis, and the members of the War Kings featuring Crimson and Jax Dane. And uh, this was a great tag team match, I admit it. Um, I had this feeling that Aaron Stevens and Kratos were going to somehow win the match. Uh, one, of the, one of those kind of teams that are just put together out of nowhere and just became tag team champions. They've been tag team champions for quite a while. Um, I'm very happy that Aaron Stevens is a champion. Of course, uh, we know Aaron Stevens was the friend of the um, of the question mark who we all know had passed away several, uh, several months back. So uh, Aaron Stevens and Kratos had retained the tag team championships. Uh, this is one match I was looking forward to checking out here for the NWA World Women's Championship. Uh, Camille taking on the champion Serena Deeb. Now, I mentioned this on my Facebook. I've mentioned this on my podcast. I've mentioned this on many, many occasions. Camille has the look, has the potential. She's not, um, she's not a highly skilled professional wrestling athlete. Not like Serena Deeb, who has been uh, who's been wrestling all over the world and has taken on some of the best of the best. And as most of you guys know, Serena Deeb was a part of a match with uh, Riho at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view that took place Memorial Day weekend. And I made the prediction, I said that one day Camille is going to be the number one woman in the industry of professional wrestling. She's going to, you know, turn heads, she's going to get a lot of people talking. And sure enough, she accomplished her mission, and it came exactly the way it planned. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new NWA Women's World Champion. Her name is Camille. The Brick House defeated the champion, Serena Deeb. Congratulations going out to Camille. She now brings some women's championship to Strictly Business. And good for her. Congratulations go out to her. And the final match... For the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, the champion Nick Aldis, the national treasure, defending his championship against Trevor Murdoch. This was a back-and-forth match. Loved how it went, and the finish was amazing. Yes, it was controversial, but it was amazing to say the least here. Let me explain why. Now, just kind of give away the ending here if you guys have not seen the uh, the ending of the Win Our Shadows Fall pay-per-view. So... Uh, one of the members, I think it was Vladimir, um, La uh, I think that was his name. One of the members of Strictly Business came out and distracted the referee for a moment. Nick Aldis took a championship title. I think I have it recorded here somewhere. Took a championship title, right, and went ahead and struck. And I mean this, and this is the truth. He struck the NWA. Um, he struck an official in the middle of the ring and... Uh, completely uncalled for, uh, wasn't expecting that in any way possible, uh, and all of a sudden, um, the referee was laid out, 
Nick Aldis uh, was attacking Trevor Murdoch throughout the entire match without the referee. And uh, Trevor Murdoch was helpless in every way possible. I uh, think uh, Nick Aldis was at the top rope, hit an elbow drop on Trevor Murdoch, and uh, Nick Aldis was looking to finish off uh, Trevor Murdoch until Trevor Murdoch made a comeback, was going after the champion, and pretty much laid a payback on him by laying the steel chair right on the national champion, or the national treasurer, I'm sorry, Nick Aldis. And then all of a sudden, Nick Aldis was laid out. Trevor Murdoch was about to uh, pin the champion. The referee was coming to. And then all of a sudden, the referee rang the bell. Now, automatically in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I think Nick Aldis is disqualified. But then something in my head was telling me, wait a minute. The referee didn't see Nick Aldis hit hit the, the chair in the back of the referee. So the referee apparently sees Trevor with the steel chair in his hand, and the referee was thinking, oh, wait a minute. The tr tr Trevor Murdoch was the one that hit me, you know? And that's what was going on in the referee's head. Uh, so the referee went ahead and disqualified Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch loses the match to Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis is, ladies and gentlemen, still... The NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And I know there's some people that are going to be telling me, wait a minute, Furman, uh, that that was a bad finish. That was a very bad finish. Now, on the contrary, on the contrary, it wasn't considered a bad finish. It was considered the only right thing to do as far as trying to keep the championship alive. Yes, because... Um, to me, in my opinion, I, I was glad that, um, that that finish happened because most of the finishes you see in professional wrestling are stupid, are ridiculous, and some have no explanation of any kind. This one did have an explanation. This one had all the makings of, um, of a great possible rematch between Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis. So once again, Nick Aldis retains the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Now, before we get into what we need to get into next, now I saw this. Uh, this was shown. Um, this was shown on the NWA YouTube site here. Uh, let me get into this. Uh, the video is entitled "NWA Senior Official Robert King Explains His Ruling." on the uh, Shadows Fall match between Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch. May, uh, May Valentine is doing the report. Let's listen in and let's hear what uh, Robert King has to say. He was the official of the match between Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis. You'll see how this goes down. We just watched you referee a very important match, and that was the match between Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch for the World Heavyweight Championship. What happened in that match? I can only call the match as I see it, mm -hmm. okay? When I got in the ring, I saw a chair. I saw Trevor having a hold on Nick. So hindsight says that that chair was used to hit me and Trevor's up. So I made the decision that was best for me at that moment. Well, but you had Trevor disqualified. If you were in my position, you would do the same thing. The NWA has entrusted me to be the lead official here and to make decisions. And that decision, unfortunately, I had to disqualify Trevor Murdoch. He was up and there was a chair in the ring. 
I got hit in the back. Now that I know exactly what happened, there's no way to go back and change it. Mm -hmm. Okay? People are going to say what they're going to say. People are going to be upset with me because I cost Trevor Murdoch that championship match. But at the end of the day, I got to make a decision. Okay? I'm the lead official for a reason. Um, the company has entrusted me with that position. So I, I made the right decision in my mind at the moment. In that moment, I made the right decision. Thank you for your input. Well, that was the input from the, the referee, uh, Robert King, who was the uh, the official for the match with uh, Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis for the um, NWA World Heavyweight Championship match. Still, the champion, Nick Aldis. Uh, will there be a rematch between Trevor Murdoch and uh, Nick Aldis? We'll all have to find out in the next couple of days. If you guys get an opportunity, go over to Fight TV. Check out NWA Power. They show their episodes every single week on Fight TV. And, of course, you'll probably see clips of the episodes uh, that will also take place on YouTube as well. And most of you guys know about this. And those of you that follow social media and those of you that have been following the NWA for quite a while, you know that Mickey James is now a part of the NWA. Now, no official word yet that I know of if she is in all the way. Now, we know... We know that her husband is the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis. Okay, we know that for a plain fact. Now, what her role is, is quite simple, is to help the women's division in the NWA. And believe me, uh, it's got a great women's division with women like Camille and um, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb and Melina and others in that particular nature. The NWA women's division looks good. It's got some of the best talent. They don't they don't just look good, guys. They will kick your fucking ass, including Camille. I, I guarantee you that right now. So if you want to guys get an opportunity to check out the NWA's Win Our Shadows Fall pay-per-view, call your local cable company or subscriber or on demand and look for it uh, when you can. It was a great event, loved it and everything else like that. Now, uh, the ne uh, uh, well, the next thing is not going to be much. I mean, besides the NWA, um, the besides the wrestling pay per view that took place, um, we know about uh, what you call it. We know about Floyd Money Mayweather against Logan Paul. Um, guys, my only explanation for that fight is quite simple. Number one, I had a feeling it was going to go the distance because any time when you're in the ring with Floyd Money Mayweather. You're going to last for 8 rounds or 12 rounds. And in this case, we last about 12 rounds. Logan Paul, and i got to say this, guys, I've never seen so many hugs in my fucking life. And to, th and, and to think, this is, and let me get this out of the way here. This is the same guy, Logan Paul, this internet sensation who's been talked about all over the place. Um, was I the only one that remembered what happened to Logan Paul the last time he was in a ring? Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, I believe it was, when was it? It was, um, it was WrestleMania. Yes, it was WrestleMania. It was Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens wins the match. Logan Paul turns on Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn turns on Logan Paul the whole nine yards. Sami Zayn chooses to team up with Kevin Owens, and then Kevin Owens is like, what the fuck? And then he stuns the living hell out of Logan Paul and laid him out at WrestleMania. At least Kevin Owens had an opportunity to lay out Logan Paul, unlike Floyd Money Mayweather. But it's okay. The only difference is that, yes, regardless of what anyone thinks, 
It is an exhibition, which means there were no winners and there were no losers, okay? Now, unfortunately, you know who the losers are? All of us. You know why? Because we saw this fucking pay-per-view. Yes, we did. For those of you that saw the pay-per-view and had to pay for it, and boxing on a Sunday. Boxing on a Sunday. Who watches boxing on a Sunday? Okay? I don't. If I want to watch boxing on a Sunday, I'll watch Rocky 4 or 5 or 1, 2, or 3, whichever comes first. That's how it goes. Now, let's put that out of the way for a moment and let's talk about, let's see if we can get this out of the way real quickly here because this is something we need to talk about as well. If we can get to it right here because the next subject we're going to talk about is... Where is it? It's it's up here somewhere. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not what I was looking for. Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> ah, here we go. Now, uh, I'm only going to bring up some of the matches that are going to be taking place this Sunday... Now, I'm going to be talking about this particular subject in the next episode. And the next episode will be entitled NXT TakeOver In Your House, which is going to be taking place this Sunday on pay-per-view. Oh, actually, it's going to take place on the Peacock Network. And so far, these are the matches that are going to take place. Now, <clears throat> I haven't... Um, like I said, I'm just going to announce the matches. I'm not going to exactly um, give you my predictions on this just yet. That's where the next episode comes into play here. This one is going to be a winner-take-all six-man tag team matchup for the North American Championship and for the NXT Tag Team Championship. The North American Champion Bronson Reed and the Tag Team Champions MSK will team up to take on Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, uh, Jacqueline Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. The next matchup will be for the NXT Women's Championship. The champion Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai by her side going up against Ember Moon with Shotzi Blackheart in her side. That is if she is medically cleared to show up. This one's going to be an interesting match right here. Uh, it's going to be Mercedes Martinez going one-on-one -on -one against Zyla Lee with Boa and Mi Ying in their corner of uh, <laughs> You'll, uh, I'll, I'll give the details about that in the next episode. <clears throat> now, this one's going to be a very interesting matchup right here. It's going to be a ladder match. A ladder match for the... And you'll know more details about it in the next episode. <clears throat> a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. Yes, I'm not kidding. The, a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship, and I'm talking about the very same championship that is, has been held on to by the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and then, of course, the bodyguard Virgil's held on to the championship. Of course, Ted DiBiase's son has held on to the championship. And who can forget the man known as the Ringmaster, who is also known as Stone Cold Steve Austin, who has also held that very prestigious championship. These two men are going to be competing for the affection of the Million Dollar Man and will try to hold on to the Million Dollar Legacy. Who will it be? Will it be Cameron Grimes? No, I'm sorry. My apologies. Not Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes! Going up against the artist formerly known as Eli Drake, now known as L.A. Knight. Should be a tremendous matchup. 
Should be a great ladder match to check out. And, of course, the fatal five-way match for the NXT Championship is going to be the champion, Karrion Cross with Scarlett in her corner. In this corner, defending the championship against Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. This should be a barn burner. And get ready for the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast because we are going to be talking about all five matches and possibly more to come at NXT TakeOver In Your House, which will take place live this Sunday on the Peacock Network. It should be tremendous. Check out. Now, there's something that we need to get to real quick, and we got to get to it as soon as possible. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, I had it here earlier, and I think I subscribed to it. And I'm hoping, because we're going to talk about this as soon as we can. Let me see here. Where is... Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, let's see if we can find it. Yes, there it is. Okay. Now, I like to to start off with a segment here, if you don't mind. And uh, this is something that... uh, I looked into uh, just the other day, and I thought I I would go ahead and talk about it. And I want to give a big shout-out to my place and a good friend of mine by the name of Richard Nunez. Yes, Richard. As I like to call him, Richard Graves, who is also a member of Team Headbanger Incorporated. Now, there was a video that was released on YouTube. Well, actually... And and just to let you know, Richard, if you're listening to this episode, I did subscribe... To your uh, to your page and everything else like that on YouTube. Now, there is this eight year old video of the quote unquote Theo's commercial student. All right. Now, what we're gonna do here, uh, and by the way, check it out. When you go to when you look for Theo's commercial student, uh, first of all, uh, automatically you can tell uh, there's only one M in commercial when it's actually supposed to be two. So I've, I've, <laughs> I found that loophole. And secondly, and secondly, let me, let me also say this because it's true. This is not a commercial. No, it's a fucking video. Not now. I'm, no disrespect to Richard. I'm sorry. Yes, it is a commercial. And, and, and as you said, this is supposed to be cheesy, but it's a fucking video. It's not a commercial. A commercial lasts about one to two minutes. This lasted about four minutes to 28 seconds. Now, if you guys want to watch this video with me as I'm playing along, I mean, because I'm going to give my little commentary on this. This will be the first time. So big shout out over to Richard and big shout out over to Richard's Billiards. If you guys want to go over there and check out the video over there at 5815 Weber, I would appreciate it. Now, all you got to do is go over to Richard, uh, go over to uh, search for Theo's commercial student. Now, if you put commercial down, you got to put one M, not two M's, just one. If you manage to put two M's, you'll be surprised if you see it or not. Now, let me go ahead and click on this video, and I wanna I wanna show the video because it is very familiar. Because supposedly this video, let me see if I can find the contact or the description. It says, old school video ad. Uh, let me see if it shows the description here. Um, let's see. Uh, it says here, learn more. Uh, listen ad free with YouTube premium. Uh, I'll, uh, it's a song's called Sad But True, not by Metallica. Uh, the artist is uh, Transplant. Know who they are quite well. Badass band. And uh, let's see, and it just has, uh, that's all the subscription that you need to know. Now, what I'm going to do is, 
because the video looks uh, uh, very, very familiar. Well, I've never seen the video, so this is the first time. And I actually know who the people are in this video. So supposedly this was released in 2004, right? And I, and just to give you a little history here, I didn't go to Richard's Billiards until 2003, okay? February 14, 2003, that's when I showed up. And I don't think me and Richard got a chance to know each other until... I'm going to say 205, 206, I think. I think that's when it happened. 2005, 2006. Well, anyways, I'm going to play the video. I'm going to give you a little, a little commentary. The video is fucking sweet, by the way, all right? Video uh, video's sweet. And if I were to produce this commercial, I would use clips of this and add a little bit of main event flavor with some metal to it. Just a little metal just to get the vibe going. All right. Now, if you're on YouTube, and if you've gone to Theo's Commercial Student, we're going to go ahead and play this song. We're going to go ahead and play this whole thing, and I'm going to give you my little commentary on each one. You'll hear the song. You'll hear the music. Now, on the count of five, we start playing. As soon as I say play now, you play now. Five, four, three, two, one. Press play now. All right, the video is on. And here's how the music goes. I've seen, I've seen that dude play pool before. Where the fuck comes through the golden gate? And the moon shines on the bed. I see Brittany and Vanessa and on And everything way. has changed. Not a you have gone away. Things are getting darker, and it's harder for me to see. And now you're Let me kind of lower it down a little bit, just so we can hear the music, but we can also hear the commentary. A couple of hot ass texts coming out of the fucking limousine here. Now, two of them I recognize. Two of them I recognize very, very easily. I see two bodyguards coming out there. The worst bodyguards I've ever seen. You will always be missed. All the mothers who cry and the fathers who mourn. For every life that's taken, there's another child born. And it doesn't make it better. And it doesn't make it right. I'm just thankful every day that you came in my life. Walking into his own place. I mean, he he should walk into his place every time with a bunch of hot women. I like to call Richard the sexy assassin because he's exactly just that. A couple of ladies look very familiar there. Of course, there's Robin right there doing his pull trick shot here. Boom! They all went in. Looks fucking sweet. Ooh, nice rap. To 54, I go down to J. 
you know I Give it a shot right here. Yeah. Boom. Follow the five tracks to a Harman Street. Harman Street. Harman Street. Harman Street. It's reoccurring. Not doing the glasses like are a tree. Familiar. I don't know why you're doing it. Of course, another shot yeah. of Richard there overplaying. And it's always when did the Mrs. Dad become involved in this video? There's this one part where Richard pulls off his cards and he's doing like the people's, people's eyebrow. That's classic. That goes on. I can never forget all the times we had. I like to see her cards. Ooh, she wins. What's up with that foosebite? I miss, I miss that foosebite by the way. Foosebite everybody. Classic right there. There was, of course, there's Richard right there. <laughs> Showing off and everything. Badass video, badass commercial. Dig what it is and stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> of course, big shout out to Richard's Billiards. Um, that video was so cool to check out. Um, some, of, some of those people look extremely familiar. Uh, you know, like I said, I've been going to that place since 2003. I believe this video, it, it, it says here it was released eight years ago. But I think it has like a 2006-2007 vibe to it. So that, that kind of looks extremely familiar there. So uh, good job, Richard. Love the video. Dig it and everything else like that. Oh, man. And, of course, if you guys want to go over to Theo's or go over to Rich's Billiards tonight, go over and uh, it's going to be at uh, 5815 Weber. And as I always say, not your average heroes. The legend continues. Go over and drink a couple of beers. Uh, I think the main event may make an appearance there tonight, depending depending on how it goes and everything else like that. But we'll see how it goes. And I was going to talk about main event weekend, but I think I'm going to save that for the next episode. As a matter of fact, I'm going to save the main event weekend, because I'm going to talk a little bit about that on the next episode and then also uh, on the next episode we're also going to talk about some of the stupidity that's been going on in professional wrestling I was going to actually talk about this here but it doesn't look like there's going to be enough time here so we're going to leave um, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver which is going to take place on the next episode coming up this coming Saturday so be ready for that and of course we're going to talk about some of the stupidity that's been going on in professional wrestling including the fact that Supposedly, Shayna Baszler is dead, supposedly, and Alexa Bliss has now become a part of the second worst segment in the history of Monday Night Raw. 
and you'll know what that is and so much more. And plus some information regards to SummerSlam. SummerSlam is going to be taking place on August 21st on a Saturday, and it's going to take place on the same time as the Manny Pacquiao fight, which we will also talk about in the next episode. And uh, let's see, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver. Then, of course, we're going to talk about um, Main Event Weekend, which we will talk about that in the next episode. Okay, we got about a few minutes left over on this show. So, I know you guys are dying to hear about this. And, and I'm pre- let me see if I can get to... let me. Because we, we, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this now while while I got it on here. Um, let me see if I've got it set. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I, okay, so I got it set here. Uh, okay. Um, should we talk about the social? Should we, should we talk about what has been going on all over Facebook, all over Twitter and everything else? I should, should we talk about the video that has been shown up all over? Should we talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I know you guys want to talk about it right now. Okay, so, and, le- and let me go ahead and mention this right here, right now. I am a representation of Rich's Billiards, okay? Now, I... Richards Billiards do does not own the main event. No, they don't. I own Richards Billiards. That's a different story, but we'll f- follow along with the ride on this one, if you will. Now, I am here as a biased person, sort of. And I am here to talk about what everyone's been talking about. I, I and, and I didn't want to at first. Originally, I didn't want to talk about it. But then I thought, you know something? Let's make this shit interesting. Now, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to show you something here. Um, if you look for Channel 3 News, look for something that says, Video of two people having sex in Corpus Christi bar patio goes viral. And this took place on Channel 3. Rudy Trevino and Leslie Ad- Adami or Ad- Admo or Adam or whatever. Anyways, let me, let's play this and then we'll get into this just a little bit more. A video that we will not show due to indecency, but that has now been shared thousands of times on social media. Cell phone video depicting two people engaging in a sexual act in public at a local bar. Our Alexis Green has a report in tonight's top story. The video is said to have been taken here at this bar, The Social, and after it was posted to social media, the bar did make a statement on their Facebook page. Reading in part, in light of the actions of a few, we at The Social 110% do not condone nor tolerate this kind of behavior. The bar also posted a picture of new signage on their patio that makes it clear no sex is allowed. We spoke with Corpus Christi police who explained the act caught on camera is public lewdness, which according to Penal Code 2107 is defined as engaging in a sex act and to be reckless about whether a person watching would be offended. Officials say it's not illegal to record this act due to the fact it was not done in a private setting. However, police say public lewdness is a Class A misdemeanor, which comes with a possible fine or up to two years in jail. We did not identify the two in the video due to the fact that they have not been charged. Police have been made aware of this video that is circulating, but have not determined what action, if any, will be taken. Lexis Green, 3 News. 
Okay, now that was Channel 3 doing their version of the news. And I say their version because, true, we don't know who these two individuals are. But I know who they are. As a matter of fact, I know one of those individuals. Now, now some of you may know who it is, and others probably do not. Now, here's another part that I found, and I want to share this with everybody, because it all links to one person. I've heard of this man. I know who he is, and supposedly he goes to Church Unlimited. He sings for the Church Unlimited. And... Oh my god. Okay, let me go ahead and just play this video and let's see where we go from here. Yo, circling social media depicts two people engaging in a sexual act in public at the social bar in Corpus Christi. After it was posted to social media, management from the bar made a statement on their Facebook page. In the post, the bar posted a picture of new signage on their patio that makes it clear no sex is allowed on their property. We spoke with the Corpus Christi Police Department and they explained the act caught on camera is public lewdness, which according to Penal Code 2107, is defined as engaging in a sex act and to be reckless about whether a person watching would be offended. Officials said it's not illegal to record this act because it was not done in a private setting. However, police said public lewdness is a class A misdemeanor, which comes with a possible fine or up to two years in jail. Three News did not identify the two in the video because they have not been charged. Police have been aware of the video that is circulating but have not determined what action, if any, will be taken. Thanks and have a good day ahead. Okay, now, that was just part of the news right there. Um... Uh, obviously, they didn't reveal the name on this one either. So let me go ahead and um, there's one person's name. Let me see if we can find it here because um, I was hoping that the name would be revealed. Ah, this is it. All right. What you're about to hear, ladies and gentlemen, is this video. Um, it says here, uh, I don't want to mention the person's name just yet, but you probably know who it is, but just in case case it says here church unlimited singer and video here is how it goes let's see damn it uh let me wait till this commercial is out of the way and then here we go it says here okay i'm reading this uh the video gone viral church unlimited band uh so sunday night club um Singer Richard Valles was caught in a sex on video inside the social bar at 4535 South Padre Adam Drive by the film. Ricky Val Valenis uh, was formerly known as a vocalist for the Cumbia Kings. Yes, the Cumbia Kings, uh, uh, according to a pastor. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to read to this whole thing real fast, real quick. Had too much to drink in this bar. Lesson learned on my behalf. According to Pastor Phillips, who uh, supervised the worship unlimited band, says the circumstances were unlimited. The church will help Ricky Velez uh, getting representation for forgiveness as the woman in the video having sex with Ricky is still unidentified. Okay, so we know that this man, Ricky Valen, 
Valenza, I think that's his name. He's the singer for the Cumbia Kings, okay? So he's the guy that that had sex with a woman and everything else like that. Now, let me see if I can, and I'm going to, I'm going it, to, it's an exclusive right here in the main event talk. Let me see if I can, because uh, we still got some time here a little bit. If we can, uh, we got to go to my Twitter. Wait, because you can't show the video on Facebook, and I know you can't do it because... Uh, if the video is shown on Facebook, it will get deleted. But if the video is shown on Twitter, chances are you'll be able to see the video. Now, let's see if we can... Uh, we're going on my Twitter right now. Uh, you can follow me on twitter.com slash player. Let's see if we can find the notifications. Here we go. This is what it is. And no, 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 no. That's not it. Uh, that's not it. Uh, did I skip the video? Uh no, I I think I think I did. Wait a minute. What the, where the fuck did it go? Nope. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. We got to go further down. We got to go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Now, right here, and we only got a few minutes till we get this out of the way here. Now, the video, let's see if we can uh show it. Yes, here it is. Here's the uh, uh, the video is on Twitter, and it says here, bro, only in Corpus Christi. <laughs> let me, let's see if I can play this here, uh, if I can. Uh, okay, right there. Okay, this took place, uh, 1 p.m., uh, June 7, 2021, on an iPhone. Uh, we'll see if we can raise the volume up here a little bit. There we go go and social media here we go here's the video there's Ricky right there being hung and everything and then there's this woman right there masturbating a little bit his ass coming out and the video says oh my god and he's engaging in some sexual activity at the social <laughs> Okay, so that's the, that's the end of the video right there. So, apparently... <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck, dude? I swear to God. Uh, it, it, let, me, let me explain something here. First of all, I will never... I, and I'm saying this for the record. I will never engage in sexual activity at Richard's Billiards. No. Never. Now, if the cameras were off... And Richard had left me the keys to Richard's Billiards and left me alone with a beautiful woman and to make love on top of a pool table, that can actually happen, all right? And I, 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 I have a few selections, and I, I, I don't want to mention who they are. I'm just, just, just keep it that way. The point is... <laughs> the point <laughs> Only in corporates will you see shit like this and everything else like that. And, and, my, and, and let, let me go ahead and just... Get this part out of the way, right here. I will say that it was very wrong of this individual to go ahead and engage in sexual activity, especially when it's a member formerly known as a member of the Cumbia Kings. So you know it's bad, especially when you're a member of the Cumbia Kings. Another thing is that um, this has sort of been um, interesting, to say the least, because... 
here's here's why I say this. It is um, the social. I've been a part of that place before, but that place has been uh, that place has gone through many different changes and everything else like that. We've had several bands that have played over there. Uh, I think there's been several rap groups that have played over there before. I've been there a couple of times before, years and years ago. So I have an idea of what uh, what to expect and everything. So. Does this help the bar in any way possible? It does, but unfortunately, it's going to be on the short run. And the reason why I say that is because when you see stuff like this, yes, it's disgusting, yes, it's ridiculous, yes, it's completely out of control, but somebody's going to get in trouble. Somebody's going to get in trouble. Now, the woman may have not been identified, but the other guy, oh, and he represents the church. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and he's a member of the Cobia Kings, which makes it even worse. At least a lot better than what I see in professional wrestling. Ah, <sighs> point is, guys, is I wouldn't. I <laughs> for the record, if I make an appearance at the social, I will never engage in any sort of sexual activity. Absolutely not. I will just go to my car, take the woman in, and nail her with nobody watching. But just remember, just remember, keep in mind, we are around a bunch of people with cameras in their fucking hands. That's the, th that's the thing that everybody needs to realize. You have people with cameras in their fucking hands, and they're going to videotape anything. They'll videotape anything. They'll videotape a dog fucking a cat across the street. They'll videotape a man beating the shit out of a fucking tree. They'll take a picture of a guy taking his car and running it over at a 7-Eleven. They'll even see a guy exploding a fucking bomb at a gas station. You'll see all that. It'll take place. People with cameras will do stupid things. That's what we've seen right here on it. Now, I would like to talk a little bit more about this, and I will talk a little bit more about this in the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. This is just the first part. Guys, I got another episode coming tomorrow. Be ready for the episode because this is just the beginning, and I'm beginning to have fun. Right here on the Main Event Talk Podcast, I will see you on the next episode where we talk about NXT TakeOver in your house and more on the social, and let's have ourselves a good fucking time. Who's to know if your soul will fade at all? The one you sold to fool the world. You lost your self-esteem along the way. Changing up the seasons, I feel so raped So follow me down and just fake it If you're out of direction, fake it If you don't belong, yeah, fake it If you feel like infection, whoa You're such an hypocrite You should know that the lies won't hide your flaws No sense in hiding all of you dreams along the way yeah. good god you're coming up with three
fool the world You lost your self-esteem along the way Caesar with Fake It. That was pretty much the censored version right there. And of course, guys, follow the main event on Twitter, Facebook, and the whole nine yards. And of course, get an opportunity to listen to the, the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast where I talk about NXT TakeOver in your house. And of course, more talk of the social and everything else like that. And of course, what to expect on Main Event Weekend when that will happen, and also some more on the stupidity of what's been going on in professional wrestling. That's all going to take place on the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast.